All right, welcome into the Marvelous Depths podcast. You guys know what we're in for. It's still Guardians Week, so we're going to break down Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as we get ready for Volume 3 coming out on Thursday, coming up fast. Well, Thursday, tomorrow, whatever. Tomorrow, yeah. I'm Josh um, Kennedy. Uh, I did air guns at the camera, even though we're not posting the video for this episode, so that was perfect. pretty pointless. Good. We do love Josh Kennedy, who's our resident Guardians hater, which... Might not be the most ideal person to go in depth for it, but maybe it is in some way to like see that he thinks it's more of a surface movie, or maybe he just doesn't like the parts that do go in deep. It's a little strong, out. but it, it it might be accurate though. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how I feel after we talk about it today. I All tried right, to give so it another chance recently, and I rewatched the first half of this movie again. I haven't finished it yet because I was watching it with my wife. And we have there's talk. definitely parts about this movie. I want to walk through this movie's plot. I know we didn't really do that in the first one as much. So I think that one's more just about introducing characters. Um, this one, you know, a lot of it is the plot itself, which now, I think is this one was 2017. Is that right? 17. Yep. Okay. So, so three years on, on big numbers, I imagine. You, you got the box office there. Yeah, so I mean, if you go back, you look at Guardians one. We said it's seven seventy, I believe, at the end. Started like okay, but then ended a very high at seven seventy. It got huge ratings. You know, it was ninety percent around tomatoes. Guardians one big deal. Everyone was excited for this. This movie got greenlit, pushed through. Like you said, within three years, you know, it was moving, um, and people were were pumped for it. I mean, it came out had a gangbuster one fifty million opening weekend. Um, you know, ended its total just shy of a billion. Like big, big game busters for 2017. That's really, we got to acknowledge like the levels that Marvel kind of jumped between these two movies. It's kind of crazy to think about because it's only three years, but we have some like next level stuff in between the two. And that's why I think uh, this one did so well at the box office because people is Marvel mania, man. I mean, we're almost, uh, I don't know if we're on the plateau or the down tick of some of the mcu stuff in modern day but at this time it was is popping off like no other yeah Not absolutely quick, people, uh, to the end were, but it was close people were all in for this movie and for good reason people loved the characters i mean this was again we talked about all the characters last movie people really loved you know the Groot thing and the and they loved baby Groot, and they were excited to see baby Groot come back it was a huge before there was Baby Yoda, there was Baby Groot. Yeah, there was the the stick Baby Groot that was doing the dances. <laughs> that was the yeah. end of the one. And then so two, we got like about a baby. I mean, we saw the trailers that came. They had great music again. Sort of a very similar push. So I do respect that part of this trilogy. It's volume one, volume two, volume three, all about just, you know, keeping with the, the theme of 80s. I, I dig it. It's very, it worked out for James Gunn, I will say. Yeah, it's it's fun. People like you said, people love nostalgia, so there's there's no doubt about it. But let's jump into this movie. We'll sort of sort of walk through it the best we can. Um, I mean, we start off right off the bat with just like a first off the opening. So the opening credit is like sort of also the opening mission, which is like a weird way to do it. Yeah, it was very um, odd. They had Baby Groot dancing around, and there was just violence going on in the background. I think people liked it though at the movies. That's so funny because I didn't like it. It's one of the scenes I don't like in this movie. Um, but it's I get it, whatever. There's like it's an open credit scene. You're just having fun, they're having an adventure. It shows that they're a team and they go on like these routine adventures. Yeah. Okay, whatever. They meet they meet the weird gold people. Um Guardian, you know, they do their whatever. Rocket steals batteries that he doesn't need. This is one of those plot points, uh, and I'll hit on it as the movie goes. 
But this is one of those plot points that has grown on me in time. I did not care about it the first couple viewings. Now it's one of my favorite ones. Um, and it really sets up. Why so I, much why so I'm that you're tapping it. the table every time you. I know. Hit her. I, just, ew, I love it. <laughs> um, I just love it so much. Now that I think about it. So he steals batteries that he doesn't need. I think it does set up well. Um, so that's good for them. And then it, I think it cuts pretty much immediately right over to, to Yandu. Right. Yeah. Yes. I think so. There's a couple. Yeah. Of, they might not be the exact order, but I mean, Yandu we, we is essentially Yandu. dealing with all of his guys being jerks. <laughs> Well, it starts with them at the at the, like the hotel at the, thing, at right? The, at the like the weird like yeah, I guess you call it the hotel, the whatever you would call it, the planet where Ravengers go. But then he gets called out by uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> which for like the first time you watch it, there's just no way. I, I challenge anybody to tell me that you could tell on the first time you watch this movie, do you had any idea what that plot was? It just, yeah, it does take a repeat viewing for you to really understand like the gravity of that interaction it's right. kind of weird the bad decisions he made and like what what that all means it seems like it's a big deal to him to be part of the ravager group you get that but like the fact that it's like dealing with kids and like oh it was a slavering and stuff just is hard to hard to to get on the first viewing there's just so much going on and you're like excited to see special alone but it is a good plot point i do like it it sets up yeah, it, that part kind of grew on me with a repeat viewing. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do kind of buy into Yondu's little backstory here. Maybe it's because we know the ultimate fate of Yondu after the first watch. And at the second time, you're like, okay, this is a little bit deeper than we initially gave it credit yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, you really, yeah, exactly right. And I like the I like the other Ravengers. I like that this is Ravenger Society. I like that stuff. Um, the gold people show back up. Don't care. Who cares? I don't even know why they show up for. They can to go set up Adam Warlock for this next movie? They're stupid. I don't care. Um, that is, that's all just whatever. Um, but like, oh, it's because they, it's because they're the ones who chase. That's right. That gold people show up so they can chase the guardians. And then they got the arcade shooters. That was a fun scene where like, they're all very clever, very uh, clever, like way to do an action scene. Um, but it really is all just a plot point to set up, um, ego saving them. There's some fun, I mean, there's fun stuff that's worth, I mean, the, I thought the whole, Drax being dragged behind him is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It does show how durable he is. I guess we sort of shit on his weakness, but it, he's durable in that scene. I don't know why I don't think about that. It's whatever. You know, it exists. Whatever. It sets up the ego thing. It causes a big rift in this like team that we're supposed to be buying into, though, because it's like almost immediately after when they do crash land the ship. Rocket and Star-Lord really, really get into it over what seems to be not that big of a deal it's just more star lord getting mad that he stole the batteries and then it turns into something completely different that shows there's a clear disagreement i, I think that the, i i kind of like it because once you realize what the ending is and with what lesson rocket needed to learn it sort of made sense and i get that you needed to split the guardians up because you couldn't i know i you just can't have everybody have one plot especially in a movie like this if they all went to ego's planet no, you got to split them up somehow. Short. It just the felt like a weak excuse way. to me. But, you know, I mean, how how much different could it have been? It worked out fine. It's whatever. The whole, like, having Nebula thing is, like, weird. Uh, you know, whatever. That was it, weird that she got, like, inherited onto the Guardians team in, like, the very beginning of this movie. And by the end of the second movie, she's, like, part of the crew. Like, you don't even question it, which is so weird. That is definitely weird. Because she's definitely, like, in handcuffs during this opening scene mm-hmm. but yeah whatever they crash land half of them go with ego 
Um, and a couple of them stay behind to fix the ship. Like, I would say of the two, st- the interesting part is of the two stories that diverge from here, I think the people who got left behind in the ship have the more interesting story. Yeah. Then I hate exploring ego. I think ego. that's yeah. like my main qualm about this whole movie is just how stupid the villain ended up being. It's just like he, he playing like a loving dad, but he's a living planet. And then, it, you know, there's the turn at the end and you're just like, what even is the point of this character? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Here's my question to you, right? You are a dad and you have a dad. Yep. I am mm-hmm. a dad. I have a dad. I have an estranged dad. Yeah. Huh? None of this feels real at all. Like none of it feels like an actual, I'm a I didn't have my dad growing up. Now I do. How I'm so excited. It doesn't feel real. Like none of it feels like a real. Yeah, it feels very fake and like forced. I don't know. My dad's always been super great and around for everything, so I can't relate to the estranged part of it. But, but yeah, you've like, seen it in media, right? Like they have seen they've this done, done it well, so much better. Yeah, it's the fact that like Star Lord almost he's not mad enough at the beginning he like he it shows he's yeah. a little apprehensive but not nearly as much as he should be if anything their first interaction should have been telling them to like kick rocks or whatever and then maybe they meet up again or something but the immediate like then almost immediately he he buys into his dad being this like stand-up guy that actually loved his mom and stuff and i'm like i know yeah you're why? You know, they like they play catch and like i get it's i don't know maybe it's the fact that and then they're also enraptured, like, oh, look how beautiful this planet is. It sort of looks like dongs. It, it looks stupid. Look I don't yeah, like the way Ego looks. You know what? It, it reminds me of the new Ant-Man movie, the weird universe they go to. Hate that, too. These yeah. weird planet mini-verse, whatever this nonsense is that they've been doing in some of these movies. I just, I hate it. It's, it's so everything dumb. everything that it Avatar have like, did in right reality. in Pandora. And then they just did it wrong here is what yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like just look at yeah, Avatar is a great example of them doing we- the alien thing. Right. And then guardians is in a, like guardians too. Like ego is stupid and it <laughs> looks dumb. It looks it like I get it. It's, it was trying to bring a comic book to life, which I guess is like the point, but there's a reason that it's a comic book and it's just silly drawings. And then you make you like the plants is just something, some, sketch artist drew to like have filler for the page and all of a sudden it's like the yeah. main focus of this scene i'm like what yep i don't love that stuff i kind of do like the drax and uh and yeah Mantis the drax stuff. and Mantis. that thing's great I, that, that was, stuff's good one of my favorite scenes of the movie just that he thinks <laughs> she's so ugly. ugly you are disgusting <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she's so happy about it because she doesn't know what it means yeah, she's like oh i'm ugly Oh, I found out I'm ugly. Repulsive just to think about it. It's that's that stuff's pretty funny. Hilarious. Um and it gives Drax something to do. Again, he really does get underutilized. That's uh, why I think his I best role is, is the freaking the Christmas special is so good. Honestly, we maybe we could have even done something with we like might, doing maybe. a quick depth on <laughs> the Christmas episode. Tagging on at some point. But yeah, he he does I mean it's something. It's a little bit of something for Drax to do because otherwise what is he under you? He's got nothing going on. Maybe that's uh, another reason why I dislike these Guardians movies so much is because like I had picked him as my favorite before I even watched any of the films because he's a guy I already knew. Yeah. And his backstory sounded cool. 
was like, oh yeah, there's like a mauler dude and he's super strong and he goes, he like kills entire races and stuff. I'm like, this guy sounds awesome. And then it's just like comedic relief, C-roll film through the whole movie. It, it kind of sucks. That's true. It's tough to like have a favorite and have them not spotlighted. I get that. Uh, Gamora, I mean, yeah, everybody who goes to this planet has to, Gamora's this whole side mission, like why is she the person who discovers that he had collected all these dead children bodies? Like, why is that her role in the movie? Like, I don't, I don't understand. know, man. And then she has a fight with Nebula for, like, just no reason. And then, like, Nebula forgives her for, like, just no reason. I get it. You both had sucky times for Thanos, but you already knew that. I don't understand. This isn't new. <laughs> nothing Nothing that's happening on Ego, none of those stories, are, like, I think are good stories. Yeah. I do like uh, <laughs> his speech with his father about the song. The My Lady is the Seat. Well, it's good stuff. Doesn't really apply to him though, um, but it is a good, it is a good song. The other story though, I like better. I do like the yeah with the the, the insurrection of the, it was like pirates. What what do they call it when pirates overtake? They had um, they gave it a name right in the film. Mutiny. They called they said mutiny. mutiny. Thank mutiny. you, good lord. I couldn't think of mutiny, but the mutiny's great. That's probably one of the, that baby Groot thing is still to this day one of the one of the funnier things to happen. I it's. I like the mutiny stuff uh, way more, way, way more. Yep. Uh, the whole mutiny, I think, is great. And it's like, it shows that Yandu, like, because he's so wounded by not being part of this Ravager group. And he so cares yeah. about Star Lord that he's just not a really good captain for, like, what the crew that he had assembled, which was a crew to be slavers. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not, he feels guilty about that. Anymore. He looks so, soft to most of his crew. He has a couple of friends, including James Gunn's brother, who really. He snagged the bag as far as like somehow jumping from really, really far background character to like the main guy in the new Guardians movie. Like he got to be in Thor and now he has the head fin in yeah. volume three. Black character had an arc. And he's for the record, we've ever watched Gilmore Girls. He is one of the best characters in Gilmore Girls. He's so funny. He's just a weird side character. Uh, but yeah, the, the whole mutiny is great. It has fun action. It's got a couple really funny scenes. It's got the scene that makes me fall over crying. Oh, where they trying to get him to grab the fin, and he just grabs everything else. Everything it's so good. It's so finger. good. God, it was it genius. Makes me laugh. Part Watching Baby Groot fight is fun. His whole like, um, and then of course, obviously, Yandu with the fin is just always super fun. To I watch got physically movie. angry when he was having drinks poured on him though, and they were treating yeah. him like a yeah. That I, I got real mad at that. I was like, this movie sucks. Why are you being mean to Baby Groot? Uh, Taser face is good. The whole taser, taser face. Thing is yeah, that's hilarious. Classic. Uh, God, Groot. Or and there was, Groot there's Rocket. some good stuff with like with Yandu telling, you know, Rocket, you know, I know who you are because you're me stuff. That's some good stuff. So mm. all that stuff is good. And like I think yeah. that's why I like this movie ultimately. Is like even though I hate everything that's happening on Ego. But can the we other half of like, the movie is good. You're- you're literally choosing to like dissociate from half of the movie. That is technically well, that's, the that's main part of the movie. That's why it's not like my favorite movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, the stuff I do like, I really, really like. And we'll we'll catch up to it again because they all sort of converge back on ego. Like you said, there's that big reveal because it you know explains that ego has been putting. He's trying been banging a, a lot of celestial. He's trying to find a half celestial that can take on the power of an infinity stone or whatever. Which like doesn't like why like why he wants does to he need take, that? If I am I remembering right, he wants to. Does he want to like take over his body right because he's like decaying or whatever? 
it's been a while since I finished this movie. As no, I said, no, he but. wants to like he planted a bunch of seeds and he wants to spread himself like a virus around the, eh, the galaxy. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't, and it says he needs more power, so he needs like his own son. There's other celestial beings. Just why did he never try to like fight one? I don't. Know. Whatever. Steal like a peasant from Asgard or something. Like nobody important. Just be like, hey, there you go. And, but apparently, the only Star Lord was powerful enough. Whatever. He was trying to have a, a son. You know, that's where all the slave. That's how the stories connect. Is which again, you don't under. I'd never gotten the first time that like, oh, the kids that he was stealing. Those were like what Yandu was selling. Yandu was a slave trader, and he decided ah, not to yes. sell. Mm. Like I never. It took me forever to like really put all that stuff together because it, it's just weird. Like especially because Gamora is the one who does it and discovers the kids. It never. And whatever. she doesn't have like a real connection with either of those. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because that's not even blatantly obvious that that's why everyone hates Yondu. Yeah. That's or why saying. he's like kicked out of the, the Ravager Club or whatever. But like it, like once it makes sense, it's like, oh, it's a better movie. But again, it's on the movie to do a better job of explaining those things. Yeah. Um, like I, that stuff's fine. They all come back together. He reveals that he purposely killed his mom, which again, why? Like literally why? Just no, let her well, live that's her life. Classic MCU villain stuff. Where it's like, uh, what's her name from Falcon and Winter Soldier? Carrie or whatever. She has like a very reasonable thought process and she's doing things to be there for people who are poor. And all of a sudden she's like, all right, now we're going to blow up the base that helps people. <laughs> we're like, oh, where did that come from? That's on a left field. Kind of exactly what Ego does. I like her literally. No, also, yeah. Also, just don't tell Peter. Why did you tell Killmonger him? Killmonger is another example of that. Or Killmonger makes a lot of sense. He wants to be there for That's other true. black people in the world. And then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, but then I want to ruin everything with to do with Wakanda and like burn it to the ground. I'm like, can't you just do the first thing? You're you're in charge now. No, but I'm not just sure. Do the first thing. I'm not sure Ego ever had. Yeah, right. I'm not sure Ego ever had really a good plan, but it just yeah. randomly killing the mom for no reason. Giving like her weird... cancer. That was super not cool, dude. I, it, feels, it also feels like a retcon. Like, I don't think that they had that mind. And they started, whatever. They fight. There's a couple. That fight's kind of dumb, to be honest. The whole like fighting the planet thing. I get he yep. turns into Pac-Man, whatever, and it's cute. But not really. Uh, Yandu coming down saying he's Mary Poppins. That's pretty funny. That's that iconic. Funny. Yes. Um, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. You know, Mantis puts him to sleep. It's blah. It's whatever. It's pretty blah stuff. Ultimately, Yandu has to make the sacrifice um, because Peter needs to learn that that's you know Yandu is the one who really cared about him. But like again, that's not the Yondu death scene's iconic though. That, oh, yeah, the... that, that that thing is great. The burial, you mean? No, I mean just like him going up in the sky and handing off the mask to Star Lord. Yeah. I mean, it's a good scene. It is good. It, and it, this movie does a good job of like there's a lot of really showing how much Yondu cared about Star Lord. But like, I kind of wish there was a little bit more. There's some in Guardians One. I think that we we might glossed over in our review that like the fact that he gets cheated out of the stone, but like still kind of smiles about it. Yeah. He's got another little thing to put on his stuff. And the Guardians, the, again, the Christmas special, which we're just going to keep harping on, is I was phenomenal. just going to say, the it Christmas makes that gift thing even is better. so good. Guardians 2 is even better in context when you like, watch the, Chris, the Guardians Christmas special. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Yonder stuff's great. They all escape. It's good. They saved. They killed him. Um, and then it ends with just one of my favorite MCU scenes, the Yondu burial. Where uh, you know he gets the lights, and they come. The Ravengers sort of accept him because they realize 
He made the sacrifice. He did what was right when it mattered. Right. They came. They forgave him. I cried. It's good stuff. And yeah, uh, I didn't, but it was cool though. And Rocket, uh, Rocky gets to learn a lesson. You know, it's they came back. They still loved him anyway, despite the fact that he stole batteries he didn't need. And yep. you know, and it, 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 it's a good scene for. It's a little itty bitty scene, but like Starlord goes, "Of course we did." And like that's one of my favorite little lines because like it shows that Star Lord really is the growing up of this group now. Like, yeah. He understands that he's in a weird way, even though everyone in the group is like actually full grown adults, they're all still sort of like children. <laughs> like really. Yep. He's always reigning in the preschool class is kind of how it feels all the time, which is so funny. Cause he like, he's not played as particularly smart or anything like that. It's just like, he kind of like, by the you know the seat of his pants that's kind of how his leadership style because he's the reluctant leader and that that does give him like bonus points of being like a likable character because he's not and like your prototypical are just leader. children all the aliens yeah. are like at their base they're like they're children like rocket's still like a petulant mean child who yep. needed to get over being like it's what he is drax mm-hmm. is like still just this big dumb 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 Yep, Nebula is very much the emo teenager that needs to listen to My Chemical Romance and yeah. go and, and <laughs> scream Mantis, to herself. And Mantis is like the bubbly teenager. Like Gamora's the, the other trailer. adult. Gamora's really the other adult, but she's you know even often, she's kind of yeah she's too much. She's the mom who's not paying attention. It's yeah. weird. It's definitely I like I like Star. That's why I like Starlight really, and I'm really excited about three. Um, but I think that that growth sets up Rocket really well for what we expect to be an awesome third movie. Overall, I like the movie. I think it has good emotional parts. You just there's a whole tw- it probably needs to be noted. minutes of screen time. It is pretty just low in our tier rankings, though, because we have to acknowledge, like within the, it's like an okay movie, but in within the MCU, it's one of the lower end ones. I don't remember where exactly we placed it. It was either C or D tier. So like, yeah, not great. well, because you can't. Like, I don't care what anyone says. There's no way you watch Guardians two. And you're like, oh, I'm really enjoying all this stuff on ego. There's just no way. I don't yeah. I don't believe you if you say you do. And so that's like 40 minutes of the movie. So I don't care how good the other hundred minutes are. Like that too much of your movie sucks. Is yep. the problem. Yep. And it it's unfortunate because I like you you uh you're limited on like what characters you can use for a Guardians movie anyway. And on paper a father planet seems like they'd be a pretty solid antagonist. And like they got, uh, right. Oh man. What's his name? Uh, what? Well, Russell, God, Kurt yeah, Russell. Yeah, Good Kurt Lord. Russell. I couldn't, I couldn't pull his I'll name out. Like he's a solid player. actor. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. Cause this movie's definitely two movies, right? It's got a middle and an end that it shares. And in between two different movies are happening. One of those movies is very good. The way the, mm-hmm. the beginning of the gold connects, a rocket which connects to yondu and the mutiny which connects back to the end and the funeral that is all very good movie on the left side here but the whole ego thing nothing that happens in the beginning makes any sense doesn't help any of star lord's growth when he meets his dad which has no growth for the end it's not good so like a whole right side of the movie isn't good so you can't rate the movie highly no matter how much i think the other movie being told the rocket and yondu movie to me, that is an A-tier movie. I legitimately believe that. It is really good. It's just that the other movie is an F-tier movie. And that other movie gets slightly more screen time, too. 
Yeah, and it's like, I mean, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, Star-Lord's the main character of the Guardians franchise, and when your star character in two, you know, three-fifths of the main squad is on one side and they're on the crappy movie, then it kind of just, you know, you're left yeah, with the other two that are in a good movie, but it's still a smaller portion, like you said. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm all for anyone who says they love the movie because I'm like, yeah, I, I know what you love. I know the parts you love, but you're just you're blocking out. Like if you had to watch, if you had to sit down and watch the movie, like, do you really want to watch the whole movie? I no. just can't do it. I can't, I literally can't do it. That's what I'm I saying. I tried forward. to start rewatching it and it, we got like halfway through. I'm just like, man, I can't keep I convincing forward. you to finish this movie. Cause we get like, she hasn't seen black Panther and other movies in the MCU and want, she wants to watch them in order. I'm like, yeah, but we got to force our way through the second half of guardians too. And that sucks. That's all right. Suck. We'll get there. second did. All right. Well, that's, I think that's, I think that's fair. I think we did. I think we probably did a better job with this one than we did the first one. Cause I think there's a little bit more nuance to why it is good. There's why more it's character. That's really what it is. It's like, it's no longer an intro. It's a continuation. And I think sequels, I don't know. They, I mean, it can be hit or miss, but a lot of times this movie was be, both hit and miss. It's the I thing. Know, that's the crazy thing. It had both. Uh, so I don't know. I hope you guys, I hope you watch this and you, and you realize like, yeah, there's a reason people love it, but there's also a reason people like Josh hate it. And there's a yep. reason people like me are very mid on it. Yep. And uh, if you want to know about our uh, thoughts on the Guardians Christmas special, we just posted that episode back at like the end of November. So go back and listen to that again because we uh, had some good reviews for that one. That was a fun movie. I legitimately think it's one of my 10 favorite Christmas things of all time. Yeah. I love it. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, all right, guys, we'll try not to have too much fun without us. And obviously check our full uh, well, our parking lot review first and then our full review on Friday as well. And uh, let's complete this this little Guardians week we had. And uh, we're sorry we missed Monday, but we still love you guys. Yep. Don't have too much fun without us. Hey, guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.